Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about needs. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. How are you guys doing? How is everything, life, weather? My mind goes out to those, my heart and prayers for those in Texas. Um, My family is in Texas and also had quite a handful of clients in Texas who, you know, weren't able to meet this week and are just kind of trying to survive and stay warm and, um, you know, get water. So, um, you know, just prayers for everyone who maybe had a rough week um, and I hope y'all are all doing okay. Definitely was a reminder for me of how we have basic human needs of shelter, food, water, like being able to stay warm. And, you know, most, if not all of us, those are needs that majority of the time we have taken care of for us. And I think it's something that we can very easily take for granted. Um, And stuff like this past week just kind of reminds me just how blessed we are to be able to have access to those things and that it's something that is really kind of easy and we're almost able to take for granted. Um, But it actually kind of leads in a little bit today of what I want to talk to y'all today about, which is needs. So obviously we have physical needs like food, shelter, water, all those survival basics. And those needs for us are generally met. Now, I love, if y'all have seen this before, Maslow's hierarchy is kind of this way we prioritize needs. It's like this pyramid that Maslow researched and designed, and essentially at the bottom of it is physiological needs, like basic survival things. And then after that is safety, being able to feel like you're secure and you're safe. Um, And those are needs that like we primarily, first and foremost, go after. And I saw that a little bit like my family, they said this week, you know, just being so cold, they were kind of just like trying to bundle up and stay warm and they weren't as concerned about getting work done or being entertained, things that maybe otherwise they might be thinking more about. Um, But essentially there's these tiers of our needs. So that basic is um, is our basic needs. And then above that is our psychological needs. And so that's belonging and needs for love. So being able to have intimate relationships and connections, being able to have friends. Then once that need is met, then we start looking to esteem needs as Maslow talks about. So that's being able to feel like you're valued, like you've accomplished things in the world, that you're contributing. And at the very top of all of these needs is self-fulfillment, which is he calls self-actualization. So that is achieving your full potential. And that obviously is very unique to each person, but it maybe is like doing something creative or whatever you feel like your life calling or life purpose is. But the way this pyramid works as you work your way up is basically you as a human are trying to fulfill the bottom ones first. And then as those bottom ones are filled, you start moving to the next level and the next level until you're trying to achieve self-actualization, according to Maslow. So I think it's really interesting to recognize the variety of needs we have as humans. And one thing we talk about 
a lot in relationships is how we're trying to figure out like, can our partner meet our needs? Can this guy meet our needs? Do we need to find someone else who meet our, meets our needs or maybe feeling angry and resentful at our partner because we don't think they're meeting our needs? In counseling, you might even make a list of here's all the things I need and he might make a list of here's all the things I need and then you give it to each other and be like, okay, go meet my needs. And I think it's so fascinating to think about um, because back in the day when we had cultures where we were more of a village and people were very reliant on each other and the community, um, you know, they talk about how it takes a village to raise a kid. That, that was very much the dynamic of you had all these different people in your life. You had your family nearby. You had friends. You had this whole community of people that you would look to to help meet different parts of your needs and have a thriving life. And in modern society, I think that this has definitely shifted to where the expectation is our partner is that whole entire village for us. That they meet every single need for us on that pyramid. That their job is to do it all from like providing all of our basic needs to being like all of our intimate connections, being the most like ultimate connection we have, being able to even give us a sense of self-actualization that our sense of fulfillment and purpose ultimately will come through the relationship. That very pinnacle of Maslow's pyramid will come from this relationship. And naturally, I think many of us being in a very good, loving, healthy relationship might feel a little bit disappointed because that maybe self-actualization and total fulfillment of purpose by finding the one, doesn't seem to be there. That we still have moments of kind of feeling unsatisfied or a little bit bored or still wondering what we want to do in life. And then where our mind goes is to think, well, maybe I'm with the wrong guy and I need to go find someone else that I can then achieve self-actualization with, where I can just feel complete fulfillment. So I think it's interesting to see that shift for us from, you know, being able to have a village that can help support you and, you know, you can have all of your different needs through a whole large group of people to we're putting everything on this one person and this one relationship. We need them to be the person we have deep, intimate conversations with and the person who we can go work out with and will cook with us and will play with kids and they'll always be super fascinated to talk to us about the things that we're interested in and they'll share the same interests too. They're going to enjoy the same hobbies as us. They're going to want to go shopping with us and they're going to share with us all of their feelings that are going on for us and they're going to make us feel super attracted and turned on and we're going to have sex with them a lot and <laughs> all the things, right? We, we put so many needs and expectations on this one relationship. And naturally, as amazing and wonderful as your partner is, 
they fall short. They don't meet all of your needs. And I know that your mind might make that mean that I must be in the wrong relationship, but the reality is any relationship we're in, they're going to fall short of meeting all of your needs. Because as a human, we have so many different needs that are changing and and our partner, as much as we would like them to, is not able to meet them all. They're not very good at it. And we maybe have tried and asked them to and been frustrated and, and we try really hard to meet all of their needs and maybe we feel kind of guilty when we don't do that perfectly or we mess up and we're frustrated and feeling resentful at them when they aren't doing that for us, when they're not meeting all of our needs. I kind of think of it like it's just sort of this messy exchange. Like it's kind of like going to going out to eat and you telling your partner like, hey, I want you to figure out, like I want you to pick out the food for me. <laughs> and maybe you're a super predictable person and my partner could probably pick out Chick-fil-A and go pretty dang good because I am super easy to please that way. <laughs> but let's just like imagine that you're saying, hey, I'm hungry. I need you to pick up something. And they don't know anything about your food preferences. So if you've ever done this before where you have someone else order for you and maybe you give them some hints, like you say, okay, I'm thinking this kind of restaurant. So they might pick you know, you maybe say, I'm in the mood for Mexican food. And so they pick a, rest, a Mexican restaurant and then they order a steak quesadilla. And you're kind of like, oh, well, this fits what I was wanting as far as it's food and it's Mexican, but I was actually thinking this other Mexican restaurant and I was actually wanting the burrito. Would have been much, much easier to just tell them exactly that or go to the restaurant and get that burrito yourself. But instead, this is kind of what we do with our needs is we maybe kind of give vague directions of like, hey, this is what we want. Or maybe we even give more specific directions, but they're not as good at doing it. Like maybe we say, hey, I really need more compliments. And they might give you a compliment. You know, maybe they make an effort and then, you know, in your head, you're like, oh, but do they actually mean it? They might just be saying this because this is what I told them to do. Because um, you want to feel more appreciated. You want to feel more loved. But maybe they didn't, you didn't like the way they said the compliment or they still aren't doing it enough. Or maybe they said you looked pretty and you wanted them to tell you that you looked beautiful. Whatever it is. Whenever we're looking for our partner to do things a certain way to meet our needs, it's very easy for it to fall short, for us to be disappointed because one, they're not mind readers and two, even when we tell them what we want, they still might get it wrong and they still might not do it exactly the way we're thinking. And I'm all for us making requests and telling our partners what we want in our relationship, but it becomes problematic when we are so dependent on them. Like when we really want that burrito at that one restaurant and we're just waiting around and hoping that they're gonna do it exact, they're gonna go order that burrito right now, well, we can go get it for ourselves 
it's a lot simpler and a lot more straightforward. And we're not resenting them and being like, man, why the heck have they not ordered our food yet? I told them I was hungry. I told them I wanted Mexican. Why hasn't he done it yet? Or he didn't put the right ingredients in it. I don't like burritos this way. <laughs> it's very much what we do with our needs where we're expecting them to meet all of these needs for us. And then we end up feeling resentful and not feeling the connection and love that we aspire to feel. On the other hand, the way I find it much more useful to think about needs is to take ownership for them of what are my needs and how can I meet them? How can I make sure that order for that food that I need is taking care of myself? And I know many of us have been looking to, well, isn't that kind of the point of a relationship is to have someone meet your needs? Maybe, but to me, it doesn't feel as fun. It leaves us feeling a little bit resentful. And I think it's a lot more fun to come to a relationship as I'm a whole person who is feeling fulfilled and has my needs met and they're taking care of their needs and they feel fulfilled. And we just get to enjoy being together and doing life together. So, you know, one of my needs that I have is I have a really high need to talk and have conversations much higher than most people, especially my husband. And as much as I love getting to talk with him, it's important for me to connect and talk with other people. And, you know, having that be through friends and clients and my family members. And my bucket is much more easily filled when I take ownership and responsibility for that rather than just looking to him of, hey, you should be talking with me 24-7 and putting that on him and then feeling resentful when he doesn't talk about the things I think he should or do it in the way or manner I think he should. Our needs are so important, but we can be left in a place of disempowerment when we're just saying, hey, these are the things I need to be happy. I'm giving them to you. Please take care of all of them. And then we just sit around waiting for them to do that. And maybe they do some, they forget others versus, okay, what do I need to feel fulfilled right now? And how can I make that happen? I want someone to go shopping with, and my partner really hates shopping, who would be great people to do that with? Or I really want to be able to feel more appreciated and admired, so I'm gonna make efforts to compliment myself and tell myself when I did a good job on something rather than just waiting and hoping that he might notice and say something. So I think it's really powerful to ask yourself, what are my needs and how can I start fulfilling them right now? What can I do to make that happen? And I promise you that you're fully capable of it because once upon a time you were not in this relationship, you were single and you figured out how to take care of your own needs. And I think it's so interesting that when we're single, we recognize that and take ownership for that of being able to have a fulfilling life 
as a single person. But then once we're in a relationship, we say, oh, okay, here you go, partner. Now you're responsible for all of it. When you know yourself better than any other person, you understand your needs way better than any other person. Practice taking ownership for your needs again, just like when you were single. Practicing fulfilling your own needs and being able to find joy and happiness yourself. And then watch how fun being in a relationship becomes. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, you guys. We'll talk next week. Bye.